Rusty Quill presents. Hey guys, quick plugs. I've been streaming over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash every Sunday at around 7 o'clock Eastern Time, and writing the soundtrack for that week's episode. So last Sunday, I wrote the soundtrack that you're going to hear in this episode, including a song that didn't make the cut. So check those out if that sounds up your alley. And if you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash woe underscore where you can get early ad-free access to episodes, instrumentals, soundtrack albums, Q&As, directors, commentaries, and more. And more now includes postcards. I am finalizing next month's postcard as we speak, and it rules, and I am so excited for people to get them. Each postcard comes with a unique handwritten message from Mike Walters, so these are must-have memorabilia. Special thanks to my 10 newest patrons, Charlie45, Susie Sideye, IOU, Antigone Brickman, Hunter Abate Barrett, What the Duck is Up Kyle, Ella Paris, Agent Washington, Satisa Laquentier, and Cowboy Edgar Propaganda for supporting the show. Enjoy. So, um, I talked to Anne today, one of the Anns, from the current base, I mean. I don't know how you feel, but I'm starting to feel old, Michael. It feels like every time I talk to her, we talk about stuff that happened in college. Like, do we not make new memories anymore? Well, I guess we do make new memories, but uh, it's a unique situation. Not as fun to say, hey, remember that murder that we committed together? Let's remember that. And it's not really fun to talk about current events either now that I think about it. Anyway, we were strolling down memory lane, and (laughs) do you remember going to that Taekwondo tournament? And we didn't know anyone that did Taekwondo, so we just thought it'd be like two dudes, like, duking it out or something. (laughs) Then we got there, and it was eighth graders doing katas. Remember? And then we left and got ice cream, because it was the hottest day of the year. And then I turned into a dolphin and flew away. Hello, are you listening to me? Hello? Hey, Michael? Hey! Earth to Michael! Good morning, Starshine! Thera says hello! Hey, Michael! This might be a silly question to ask, but are you okay, man? I understand that you're the grizzled old cowboy, but you seem a little... too grizzled lately. Thanks for the criticism. I ain't never been better. I promise you. Hmm. Not convinced. Then don't be convinced. Just pretend I said whatever I need to say to get you to leave me alone. (sighs) Asshole. Yeah. It's just you... When was the last time you went outside? This apartment isn't a healthy place to be spending all of your time, or really any of your time. Sunday. Sunday? Michael, today is Sunday. Are you saying that you haven't been out of the apartment in a week? Two. Two is in two weeks? Michael, no wonder you're grumpy. I'm honestly surprised you haven't developed some sort of skin condition from being in here that long. You're losing weight, though. It fast. I'm worried, okay? I'm worried, if I'm being honest. This isn't like you. Two is in two months, Mark. What? That doesn't make any sense. I've been places with you in the last two months. You have left the apartment. You traveled. For what? Next door. In two months. Needed some time. I knew it was definitely empty after the one night, so I went in there and just sat in the quiet. You wouldn't have liked me much those first few weeks. I had a difficult decision to make. No, no, this is unacceptable. I'm sorry that I didn't catch on to this sooner. I should have made some attempt to be there for you, especially after what happened that night, even though you weren't reaching out to me. I know what this is about. Regular Nancy Drew figuring that out. I didn't say it to sound clever. I was just 
putting it out there. This is obviously about the night with the axe, but that's for us to confront together. You're not alone. I'm literally right in front of you. And you've dragged me out of all the pits that I've fallen into, so maybe it's my turn? Let me be the sheepdog. You're a bad dog. Wolf got in the pen. Well, then lucky for me that I'm not your average sheepdog. A normal sheepdog doesn't have a time machine to get the wolf out of the pen, does he? I'm gonna fix it. I'll issue a correction. I'll stop you from going away for two months, and then we can confront this together. No, you won't. Base would never approve it, and you're not gonna break protocol. Edgar would be upset, and you'd get me in a lot of trouble. Might even send me back. They wouldn't send you back, you melodramatic idiot. Well, I guess we're gonna find out then, huh? Okay, then I won't ask Base, but I don't care what Edgar thinks about it. Course you do. You can't keep tossing away months like this. You'll be gone before you know it, you know? Before I know it would be a blessing. No, no, no. Shut it down. Not engaging. Do I need to give you a a Michael speech? Now, looky here, partner. I've been out in them wildernesses, and I can tell you from experience there ain't nothing out there for you, buddy. Come inside. We're all waiting for you. Oh, wait. Did I get it at the end there? We're all waiting for you, Michael. <laughs> I got it. Only for a second, but I dropped right into it. Um, uh, Now let's uh, get along, little doggy. Um, no, that didn't work. Are you done making fun of how I talk yet? I will never be done. But hey, we have the day off. So I've got to get you out of this apartment. I don't have Bruno today, so I guess no dog park. But uh, hey, you want to go to base? See everyone? If I say no, are you going to let me go back into my bedroom and lie down in peace? Well, that depends. Would you actually get some sleep? Probably not. Don't know if I remember how. Okay, then. It's settled. We're going to base. Come on. Let's go see Marissa and Anne and Edgar and Mikey. What if I can't bear to look at them? What? Of course you can. Look, I know how you get. You can be in a funk like this and then you snap right out of it when you're around people. Especially Mikey. He activates your protection instincts, I think. It'll be good for you. Take your mind off of... God knows what your mind's on. And maybe while your mind is off of it, you can forget about it. You can't seriously want to sit in here all day. The mold is going to start growing on you and not just the walls. (sighs) Fine. You wore me down, Mark. I know that you saying that was supposed to take the wind out of my sails, but I'm not going to let you. Go on, grab your stuff. I'll call ahead and get approval from base to use the calculator to travel there, and they'll say yes. We have some paperwork to drop off. And then we can just hang out all afternoon. All right, if those are the orders. Does Edgar, you know, know? About the night with the axe? Yeah, he knows. There wasn't much we could do about that. That night is a key piece of information in an important investigation. Mustard Seed is the culprit and we need to catch them. Does he know about my Edgar? No, he doesn't. Mikey said he thought it would be best not to tell him. I think he's right. I don't think that I'd want to know something like that if it were me, so that story is going to stay among the mics. Were you thinking about telling him? Nah, I just wanted to know if he knew. Totally understand. Now, seriously, go pack your bags. It's sunny and 80 degrees there right now, so let's go kick our feet up in the sun in Old Brush Valley, okay? Yes, sir.
Hell yeah, Mikey. I know you weren't that good a shot when we first met. Well, it was this guy right here that made me want to practice. Michael told me that I needed to get better at shooting, so I've been putting in the work. Don't want to be in a tough spot like we were and not be able to get out. Right, Michael? And the cowboy hat increases my accuracy by at least 10%. You weren't that good a shot. Them bottles weren't even that far back. Here, give me the rifle and my hat back. Okay, show me how it's done. I will, if you'll finish your story about the overteam. I was so focused on shooting bottles that I forgot that I was telling a story. Where was I? I finished telling you about how they ran me off when I went alone, right? Yep, you said you made it back to base and Edgar wiped the tears from your eyes, put his forehead against yours, told you that he was going to make everything alright, and then gave you a quick but passionate kiss. Yeah, something like that. Next thing I know, Edgar's transported us back to the cabin, but it's night. We barge in and wake them up and Edgar's waving a gun in their faces and telling them that they better do what we say or else. And then, another Edgar comes in and says that he's doing a correction. Don't kill the overteam, well, specifically don't kill them tonight. And that's what scared them into following orders, because they thought that Edgar really was going to shoot them and that he could do it any time that he wanted to. But here's the twist, that wasn't actually a correction. That was just Edgar from that night. It was all a bluff. Oh, and both the Edgars were wearing cowboy hats. I'm a little bit worried about that. It was intense seeing Edgar square off against himself like that. He never gets mad. I think it might be because it was an iteration of him that was causing all the trouble that made him so angry, but uh, scared the hell out of me. Yeah, that Edgar can be a nasty cur when he needs to. You know he means business when he gets like that. Now, I get mean all the time, so it don't mean much coming from me. But if Edgar's eyes go red, he's going scorched earth until he gets what he wants. God damn, I love that man. Bullseye. Hey, uh, we got any more beer bottles? That was the last of them. Or we could wait for a squirrel to walk through the yard. I'm starting to get hungry. I saw a few more on the kitchen counter. I can go grab them. Be right back. You know, Mikey, I'm real glad you're learning to be a sharpshooter all on your own. Because I ain't gonna be around forever to teach you. Excuse you, you better be around forever. The longer you're around, the longer I'm around. I am very invested in you being around. You gotta take care of Edgar. And you gotta let Edgar take care of you. Ten years used to feel like a real long time, but it's over in an instant. Savor it. Savor it and know that it's gonna be gone in a flash and there's nothing gonna slow it down. Michael, you're scaring me. Is something going on? Like, more than the stuff that I know that's going on? Nah, you know what's going on. Someone killed Hunter and put the base in danger. Mustard Seed is on the loose and trying to destroy us. The Flinchite compound's still out there, and we're in the middle of that, too. Mike Walters ain't a very good person to be, I don't think. Okay, but none of that's news to me. What happened to sheepdogging? What happened to being strong and protecting the Mikes and the Edgars? That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing that. And part of that is teaching you to fend for yourself. That's all I'm saying. And I sure couldn't shoot like that when I was you. I'm glad you got the gumption to work on it. It makes us better in the long run. You know that none of us blame you for what happened that night, right? Mustard Seed was trying to hurt us, and they succeeded. Whoever they are, they're experts at hurting us, and they hurt us in an expert way. You didn't do anything wrong. Mustard Seed did. And we corrected it. You gave us a speech like two weeks ago about letting go of things that never happened. It might be time to practice what you preach. Can't argue with that. So, between us, did you kill Hunter? 
That wouldn't stay between us and you know it. I wouldn't blame you if you did. The whole mess between Base and them started because I killed Hunter. I know that there are reasons. I know that there are things that Hunter can do to us, or to someone close to us like Edgar or Anne. You ain't getting a confession out of me, Mikey boy. I suggest you drop the subject and we go back to having a breezy Sunday afternoon. Or if you were protecting someone who did. Oh right, I have returned with the beer bottles. There aren't a lot of them, so I brought some full ones too. Figured you guys might be thirsty. But uh, hey, Michael? Edgar stopped me while I was inside and said that he needed to talk to you. Maybe go check in with him real quick. Didn't seem like a big thing, just like he wanted to see you. I'm on it, boss. Here, Mikey. Hat's yours. Give them beer bottles hell for me. I'm not your boss. Mikey, beer? Thought you'd never ask. You know, I was never that much into IPAs until I moved in and they were always in the fridge. I don't dislike the flavor, but it's a little heavy for a hot summer day when I'm just hanging out, you know? I've lived like a mess my whole adult life, so having a stocked fridge with different things to choose from in it is such an amazing luxury. Anyway, Michael's out of earshot now, and he is scaring me, and we need to do something about him. Scaring you? He didn't threaten you, did he? No, nothing like that. He was just going on about how he isn't going to be around forever. Big red flag. Is everything okay? Well, nothing's okay, but you know that. Things are getting worse, though. He's traveling all the time now. Even more than he was when I talked to you when you stayed over. He gave me some lie about how he's been traveling to be alone for two months in the last two weeks, but I think he's going somewhere. Do you think that he's going to a time period where his Edgar is still alive? I could see myself doing that. I know I'd be rattled if I went through what he went through. Plausible. He's wasting away in front of me and he won't tell me why. Now, I'm a selfish guy. I see him and I know that I need to do everything that I can to patch him up because that's going to be me one day. That's essentially what I told him too. But I can't do that if he's keeping secrets from me and I can't get them out of him. I can't fix him up if I don't know what's broken. Do you think that he killed Hunter? Well, Occam's razor, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. We've killed Hunter before. That's what I said. We could definitely have our reasons, and they could be great reasons, even if it's making things difficult in this present. But I don't think that it's a given. Who knows? I do think that he's keeping a lot of things that we need to hear from us in the name of protecting us. And I don't think that it is actually protecting us. I think it's protecting Michael from some tough conversations that he doesn't want to have. And I'm worried that some of these secrets are going to blindside us the next time that Mustard Seed makes a move. Well, at the end of the day, he's still Mike Walters, even if he is wearing a cowboy hat. Tough conversations aren't exactly our wheelhouse. Passive aggression and conflict avoidance, yes. Right, he's us and we suck. He has the same penchant for the dramatic and the drastic as us. Which means that we have to figure out what drastic measure he's about to take that he thinks will solve everything and is going to make everything worse, and stop him before he can make this mess even bigger than it is now. Any clues to what the plan is? I mean, you're the expert. You live with the guy. No idea, unfortunately. All I know is that it's coming soon. That's why he's acting like this. That's why we're here. I was trying to keep him distracted and boost his spirits. He might tell us when he's ready, so we need to make him comfortable. Oh, I hear you. So anyway, as I was saying, it isn't that far of a drive out to the lake, and I've been trying to take advantage of that. Huh? Oh, gotcha. But the thing is, I'm an awful fisherman. It might be because no one's ever taught me, but it feels like I'm genetically predisposed to being bad at it. It doesn't matter if I'm up there for two hours or twelve hours, I'm not coming home with a fish. Howdy, fellas. Mikey, I can teach you to fish. I hope y'all didn't kill all the beer bottles without me. Nah, we left some for you, big guy. What did Edgar want to talk to you about? He just wanted to catch up a little bit in private. 
see how I was holding up after what happened. Said no ill will toward me and all that, but I knew that already. It was good to see him. I'm glad you got some alone time. Now, give me a beer and my hat, and I'll show you lily-livered scoundrels how a cowboy hits his mark. You see, it's all about keeping steady on your target, taking drop and wind into the equation, and being smooth and patient as you squeeze the trigger. Just like that. Michael, you missed. Even a cowboy misses sometimes, Pilgrim. I gotta do this. Okay. Okay. Toughen up, Michael. Okay. It's now or never, partner. Do it while you got the courage. Just do it. Okay. Okay. Howdy, Ty Betteridge. It's Michael. You know, the cowboy. I... I don't want to do this, but... I need to make a peace offering. I don't know how much your folks know about this whole mustard seed thing, but it's it's got us on the ropes. We got someone attacking us, and we don't even know who they are, and the attacks are going exactly as planned. They got bugs in our facilities. They're in the walls. They're watching everything. We can't even make a plan. We need help, Ty. Our base isn't strong enough to weather this storm. So, I'm offering myself up. I'm sorry that I killed all them Mikey spies you've been dropping off at my doorstep, but you can have me now. That's more valuable than any of the Mikeys, I reckon. Whatever it is you want to do, you can do. I'll cooperate. But in return, you need to smoke this mustard seed out of wherever they're hiding and get rid of them. Your folks are a lot stronger than mine right now, and you could probably get this done with your eyes closed. Help them out and leave them alone is all that I ask. I think that's a fair trade. I'll be at the compound in the morning. i got to say goodbye to my folks tonight. But I'll be there in the morning if you can promise me that you can hold up your end of the bargain. And take care, Ty. I'll be seeing you soon. Everything okay out here? <clears throat> oh, uh, yeah, howdy, Mike. Yeah, everything's great. Just, uh, came out here to take a piss and smoke on my pipe a little. Would you look at that moon? I love a full moon. The night air tastes so good in the valley. Okay, it's just, you've been out here a while, Michael. People were wondering where you went. You're the one that picked the movie. It'd be a shame for you to miss it. I know you love Butch Cassidy. I'll be back inside in a minute. You're right. I love me some Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but I've seen it so much I got it memorized. Picked it so they could see. Don't matter if I ever see it again. I can play it in my head. All right, then. Do you want me to stay out here and keep you company? You ain't got to do that. I think I'm going to lay down in the grass and look up at that moon. Thank you for pulling me out of my funk today, Mike. You was right. I got people who care about me, and it makes me want to be strong enough to protect them. And I can't do that if I'm wallowing in my feelings. 
seeing him again reminded me that it's real. It's all real. The care is real. The danger is real. I'm real. And I'm ready to do better for myself and for them. And for you, Mike. I appreciate that, Michael. I'm glad I could help. We all really do care about you, you know? And Base cares about us even though we're literally Mike Walters. It can be easy to forget that when we're alone too long, but it's true. So go ahead and enjoy the moon. It is beautiful tonight. I'll head back inside and tell the gang that I found you and that you're doing all right. And you can join us when you're ready to come back. How does that sound? Sounds perfect, Mike. You take care now, partner. You too, Michael. See you inside. Yep. See you inside.
Oh, cold.